0: And we're live, everybody. What is going on? And welcome to the Smoke Show. I'm your host, Smoke, or Nikki Smokes, as uh, I'm referred to by Sir Mister Ghost of Adam Gase. And you guys already know what the fuck's going on. You already know you already know what the fuck we're going to talk about. If you like Ozarks, if you like Breaking Bad, you're going to love the Miami Dolphins because this team is just filled with never-ending drama. I mean, we haven't even got to the fucking Super Bowl yet. And we're already fucked for next year. I mean, we are absolutely fucking doomed, at least I believe, regardless of what happens. There's going to be some type of disciplinary act against the Miami Dolphins, whether we lose a draft pick or in the best case scenario, Stephen Ross has to sell the team. But on a day where Tom Brady retires, the Miami Dolphins and Brian Flores found a way to steal his fucking spotlight its unfucking un-fucking-believable. So the reports came out today. Brian Flores, he's suing the NFL. He's suing the Dolphins, the Giants, the Broncos. He's suing fucking everybody, okay? And it it came out that Stephen Ross was offering him $100,000 per game that he lost in the 2019 season. And Brian Flores still went out there and won five games. Bro, if I was a head coach, I would have made an extra $1.6 million, and I would have gladly taken the number one pick goes do you have any problem with the hundred thousand dollars for a losing game but before you answer that there is no way in hell that stephen ross is the only owner that does that he's just the first one to be caught i believe so i i think i think owners do that all the fucking time what's your thoughts on that it doesn't sit
1: well with me as a fan and a season ticket holder i could tell you that much um you don't tank that's not how you tank So people were trying – people had the audacity to try to explain tanking to me. I think this is how, like, women feel when people mansplain things because on Twitter this guy tried – he tried explaining tanking to me. I'm like, I know what tanking is. And the way you tank is organizationally. And it's exactly – I mean, the Dolphins really nailed it in 2019. You gut your roster. You get rid of every bad veteran contract for a veteran that's probably not going to be on the team in the next one to two years. You sign a bunch of undrafted free agents to fill the holes. You accumulate picks and you sell your players for picks. It's exactly what the Miami Dolphins did. Yep. They hired journeyman Ryan Fitzpatrick because they just wanted a semblance of a quarterback. So by all standards, they were tanking correctly. They were tanking legally where you lose me is our owner who is so he tries to pr- promote that he is such a winner and that he's so uh, – how do I even say it? He's so attracted to the idea of winning, even though, like, how many winning seasons has has the, the franchise had under Ross and how many playoff games have we won. Zero. You lose me when he's offering $100,000 to lose
0: games. Imagine being a season ticket holder in 2019. I mean, t- who was that, though? I mean, like, how much were you paying for season tickets in 2019? Like, 20 bucks? It doesn't matter. It does not matter. I'm like, sure. like I hear you. The principal, the principal, I got you. I got you. But we all knew going into that season, we weren't even supposed to win five games. And that's why I low-key think he was offering him that money as, like, an insurance policy. Like, bro, fucking lose these games. And that's – I think that's where the whole relationship got fucked. I think Flo flow one too many games.
1: You have to also put yourself in Flora's shoes. He, from, from what it looks like, again, outside looking in uh, – right. You're gonna fi- on the spectrum of Flores' story and on the spectrum of Ross's story, you're gonna find the truth somewhere in the middle. I went through you know the 58 pages of this complaint. A lot of it's uh, past precedent. Mentions a lot of Colin Kaepernick. Mentions the different coaches in the league. Mentions the minority percentages of the coaches to white coaches, et cetera, et cetera. Um, <clears throat> where where I see a problem is Flores comes in. He, he has his dream job. You know, he finally got to this this level. He's a head coach in the NFL, coming off of a you know he was a defensive coordinator for the Super Bowl winning Patriots the year before. He's at like the peak of his career. So he just won a Super Bowl. The day after the Super Bowl, he gets hired as the Miami Dolphins head coach. He has this he has this meeting with with Ross right before the 2019 season, and Ross says to him, "You're gonna you're gonna lose games for me, and here's gonna be here's a hundred thousand dollars to lose games." That has to be such a mindfuck. As a head coach, and a first time, you know, it's a, he's a black head coach too, so you can't ignore everything that's been happening with the Rooney Rule, the lack of black head coaches in the league. So in his mind, is this fucking guy serious? So he immediately shuts that down, immediately shuts down the tampering meeting with, obviously, who is Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady, if you remember the story, uh, I believe it was last year it came out. It was like you, Tom Brady said, you're going to stick with that effing guy. and He was he,
0: talking about the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, he was talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's like if if the story is exactly how Flores said, which I'm sure that there's there's going to be some give and take there. Um, but if any of it's really true, man, like this has this has a potential to get really bad. Um, but I, you know, if Flores did act with that integrity, phew, the narratives for the past six months have been just completely. They're just comp- they just the smear campaign worked, like the Ross yep. and Greer smear campaign. From what you've seen on Dolphins Twitter. For the last six months, it's been nothing but a, like a Flores hate fest saying how he ruined the team, he ruined Tua, he ruined this, he ruined the offense, he couldn't hire staff. But now if it actually comes out to where he was the only one acting with integrity and he was hamstrung the entire time from the top of the organization, imagine your boss knowingly he hates you and he's going to make sure that you make every single mistake along the way so you can have a justified firing
0: at some point. Like, Dude, that's bad. Now- the- that was a narrative, kind of with Flow and Tua. Everyone was, everyone was like, "Oh, fucking Flow hates Tua. Flow hates Tua." But really, the organization just fucking hated Flow. If this all holds up and is true, and honestly, it kind of does. Like everything looks like it's gonna fucking check out. Talk and my favorite rumors. part of that report was scumbag Chris Greer, cream cream of the crop scumbag, literally tells Coach Flores. Steven is mad at you because you won too many games. So not only is your owner pissed off at you, but like, Chris he knows the plan. Like, they were all fucking bought in. Like, this was the ultimate fucking scheme. Juan, what do you make of this $100,000 fucking scheme?
2: I think you put Flores definitely in a very complicated situation, given the fact, like Go said, he is a black head coach going into his first head coaching job. And you have, to, you have to put yourself in Flores' position, but not only that, you have to put yourself in the player's position because even if you're trying to tank, all these players are going out and giving it their all because if their contract is expiring, they're looking at playing to get some good compensation their next stop. There's no way if, if Flores is going in there and telling the guys, hey, we're going to co- go in this game and we're going to do our best to lose it he's going to lose his locker room. So you're telling him to pretty much choose between the future and the present. And at that point, bro, the players only care about this season because NFL rosters change dramatically year in and year out. A lot of these players only care about getting their next check and making sure that they look good on film. So whenever their next stop is, bro, they get a good paycheck out of it. So I think it's fucked up on that end. I think the one hundred thousand dollars per loss, bro. It's it's a bad look because us as Dolphins fans, we clown the Patriots for cheating. They at least got six rings out of it, man. The at least they know Dolph- how to cheat. They know you. how. To, <laughs> I mean, we we, <laughs> we can't even <laughs> fucking cheat correctly. Dolphins, That's how bad we fucking are. The Dolphins tried tried to cheat, and they're losers. They're cheating losers. Imagine that. Like, let that shit sink in. <laughs> they lost at cheating. And the, you lose that cheating, you can, you get caught attempting to cheat. So, even though you didn't even cheat, you got caught with the intent to do it. So, you're still going to get blamed for it. Which is so worse. We're probably going to lose some draft picks out of this shit. So, yeah. if we it's not this year, anyway. maybe, maybe next year. Either way, with the way Chris Greer drafts any top... Draft pick that we have, bro, is probably going to end up being a bust. Well, yeah,
0: I was going to say, in that case, as long as they don't take our second or third round picks, I'm fine. Like, please take our first round picks. Like, by all means, fucking take them. We, we so really, I wanted we to, to
2: ask you guys this. So, like, you got that, uh, Joe Shad put this report out that mm-hmm. it was actually Tom Brady, the prominent quarterback, uh, mentioned in the lawsuits. Well, so- I, I,
0: I haven't, wait. So there's two tweets. Which one do you have? Because the one I have here, it's allegations in law lawsuit accused Dolphins owner Stephen Ross of setting up Brian Flores to tamper with the quarterback. I am told that quarterback was not Deshaun Watson. Does he have another tweet saying it was Tom Brady?
2: Well, yeah, to Joe Shad, I have it here. It was Tom Brady, the prominent quarterback. I don't know if that was the prominent quarterback that was uh, meeting at the yacht, but he was the the prominent quarterback at the end of 2019 which then would cla- would confirm that in the interview like go said the motherfucker is Ryan Fitzpatrick which yes understandably so and then it confirms it further because Brady's like I'm not going to go to that fucking team but the fact that they didn't want me is why I'm going to mm-hmm. go and kick their ass and this year he went out and he put 45 on our head
0: shit on us
2: so i wanted to ask you guys this I, I've been reading the mentions on Twitter, and there's a lot of there's a lot of mixed opinions. To be honest, there's some people that are backing up Ross for doing everything it takes to win, and as a Dolphins fan, I understand that perspective. And then there's the people that really feel like Ross was pretty much fucking floor is over. And whether you want to believe it or not, like black head coaches do have a tougher time in this league so you have to take that into consideration even in some aspect so there's some people on twitter saying ross essentially is just a hustler because he was offering to pay flores to tank and get burrow which would be the number one pick so he can then get groomed by tom brady what do you think of that well at first I was like,
0: Stephen Ross is a scumbag. Oh, we just lost Ghost. I was like, Stephen Ross, he's a scum. But then the more I think about it as a Dolphins fan, I think it's more Flores, he's he's like the rat. Like, he's the Fed. He's like the 6'9 of the Miami Dolphins leaking all this information out. I would absolutely love to have Tom Brady as my starting quarterback grooming Joe Burrow or fucking Tua or whoever the fuck we ended up, whoever we would have drafted. Because in 2020, we still would have had that pick. I believe Brady was a free agent. I don't think he got traded to Tampa Bay. Is that correct? I believe he willingly signed with Tampa Bay. So we still would have had our draft pick. So we could have got Joe Burrow. We would have had Tua or whoever the fuck we would have landed with. Bro, I would have 100% would have left Tom Brady on my team. We would have won a Super Bowl and then had the greatest quarterback of all time groom the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. And just even the thought that Steven Ross – absolutely big dicked everyone invited flores on a yacht to set up a meeting with him and tom brady actually shows me that he cares about this team and i am personally one person who hates steven ross i believe he's the biggest problem that the miami dolphins have ever fucking took on in their entire life and unfortunately he's the owner so you can't get rid of him unless something like this happens which could be a blessing but I was always under the, under the impression he only cares about real estate, this and that. This man was willing to go out on a fucking limb, pay his head coach hundred thousand dollars for every loss, set up a yacht meeting with Tom Brady and Brian Flores to get him to the Dolphins. I mean, he he pulled out all the fucking stunts to try to make this football team better, and none of them worked. And I got to tell my captain Brian Flores, this man. Said no to a hundred thousand dollars to lose, it takes no effort to lose. Juan, me, you, and ghost could go out there and fucking lose it. Take no effort, bro. And we would all collect 1.6 million dollars. Flores said no to that, and then had the ball sack to stand up Tom Brady. Like he literally just left him there hanging. Like, nah, like I'm good. He said he respects and admires Tom, but he was like, Nah, I'm not gonna get involved in tampering. So
2: Smoked tip my cap everything. to Flores. What happened? How do you think Tom Brady would have looked behind that offensive line, 2020 offensive line?
0: Well, the thing is with Tom Brady, you look at it like Tampa, people flock to play with Tom, you know? Like Tom Brady comes to the Dolphins, people are taking pay cuts. I mean, the Dolphins probably would have spent more money, could have traded some draft picks, whatever, to build an offensive line around Tom Brady. And also, I mean, Tom's had his fair share of poor old line. And uh, regardless, it's fucking Tom Brady. He's the best in the world. He's the best there ever is. Um, do I believe we could have won a Super Bowl with him with that defense we had in 2020? 100,000% I believe so because Tom Brady's won plenty of Super Bowls with terrible offenses and great defenses. I I don't know I don't know if he would have had his best career ever, his best season ever, but bro, I think it definitely would have worked.
2: I just imagine the things he would have said to Jesse Davis, man. I put a tweet about it. I'm like, "Can you imagine him like telling JC Jesse Davis, like after letting him get killed by him, the things he would be saying to Jesse Davis, it would be comical. Brady
0: would have to give his trainer a fucking raise because of how much he would get hit behind this dolphins offensive line. But goes, I gotta hear what you gotta say, man. Like, what the fuck are you thinking about the Jordan Belfort, the yacht stunt, the fuck just everything, bro? Like, what is your take on Ross? Are you pro-Ross or are you pro-Flores? Well, like I said, we do
1: have to you know we we have to figure out where the truth is and again it's probably somewhere in the middle it could be weighted to one side or the other but you have to understand like people people are going to go under oath under this like there's going to be risk of perjury so this isn't hearsay this isn't a tweet this isn't a statement this is a class action lawsuit uh people are going to go they're going to go under oath i mean we'll know what we'll know what happened at the end of the day um unless people are willing to um you know find themselves in a perjury case or you know getting charged with perjury uh what was the one thing there was one there was one point that I I wanted to make as well um you know that there are there are the three of the three teams that are mentioned and then if you look at the if you do look at the complaint itself it does open the door for all 32 NFL teams so somebody could actually in the coming months or where wh- whatever timeline you want to put on it. Um, there could be someone stepping forward from a different organization that can join the lawsuit as well. So it names three teams specifically, but it also opens the door for like the John, doe jo- they call them John Doe organizations and it lists all the other NFL teams. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, people are going to go under oath. It's going to open the door for, you know, basic discovery. That means that, you know, you can go through basically every single document that the organization has ever had during the time period. So since 2019, we're gonna get Raiders. We're gonna get Washington football teamed. you know, they're gonna go through every email, every text message from a company phone, every piece of paper, every signature.
0: It's gonna so sick.
1: Even the janitor is gonna be able to be interviewed um, you know for the case itself. they could be called as you know somebody to to come in and speak to grand jury, whoever the hell it may be, wherever this goes. Um, it's it's gonna take it's gonna take till
0: probably next season, man. This isn't gonna be a, an open and closed thing. I've, I just think this proves how hard the Dolphins wanted to upgrade the quarterback position. Now, I know the Tom Brady shit happened before they drafted Tua, but there is no doubt in my mind. I mean, Stephen Ross even had the meeting with Deshaun Watson to to try to get him over here. Stephen Ross is willing willing to sell his soul. You think he cares about Watson's allegations? This man offered his head coach 100 k per game, which is absolutely nothing to him, and then tried to set up a tampering meeting, between flores and tom brady he is willing to do every and anything he has already sold his soul but he sold it for nothing because none of it worked out and i think flores ended up getting a lot of the heat because you saw all the tension between him and tua on camera because it's a head coach and a player not necessarily an owner and a player where an owner could kind of go behind players backs and get away with it and i think Flo is just honestly being an honest fair critical coach of how Tua was playing. I mean, everyone wants to pull up the clips of the Tennessee game. That was Tua's worst game of all time. Like, he deserved to get fucking ripped. So I don't really think all this anti-Tua shit came from Flores. I I, just, I think it was from the top of the organization. And that's why Adam Schefter's report blows my mind away because they could say whatever the fuck they want. I don't trust anything that comes out of the Miami Dolphins'
2: mouth. Can you imagine what Stephen Ross was thinking before that that meeting took place? He's probably thinking, I'm setting this, my new head coach up in a yacht. He doesn't know that the best quarterback of all time is going to be coming here to potentially play for his team to help him win some Super Bowls. I mean, this is golden. What's the worst thing that could happen? I mean, there's no way this could go wrong. And then it goes wrong. And the most ironic part about it is even though nothing happened, he will get blamed and we will get looked at as if we did it because you're still going to get the same amount of dirt. There's no less dirt that you're getting out of this situation. And going forward, I I think this is the tip of the iceberg, honestly. I think you're going to see some more stuff from Ross and you might see some more stuff from Flores. So I wanted to ask you guys this. Do you think, this is as bad as it gets, or do you think you hear some more darker information coming out of this case,
1: dude? It's not even close. This is the tip, man. Like this I is said,
2: great. This is this is this
0: is like a pilot episode of a TV. I can't, yeah. can't wait. This opens I can't door, wait, bro. This, this opens
1: the door. Basic discovery is a bitch. Like every single email that has ever left that organization from anybody's email from that from the entire Dolphins organization, top down, top down to a secretary. That's open to discovery. Like you open the, you're gonna go through, you, exactly what you saw what happened with Washington, and exactly what you saw what happened with uh, the Raiders and all those teams that got investigated. It's gonna happen with the
0: Dolphins right now. Um, this is just this is not even close to how bad it could get. I cannot wait because look, obviously we're Dolphin fans, right? All we do is suffer two playoff appearances in the last 20 years, didn't even come close, right? So we suck, but at least we're not boring. Like, imagine if the Patriots sucked, right, and they were like the Dolphins and just no news came out, no nothing. At least I have something to look forward to. Like, I know I'm going to open up Twitter tomorrow and see something that's going to absolutely blow my mind. Brian Flores is doing an interview tomorrow on, like, a a news station with um, Nate Burleson. I mean, that guy couldn't even speak at a press conference. I I feel like he's going to flip the whole switch. I think he's going to be like an open fucking diary. I cannot wait to hear what comes out. And honestly, I think it's I think it's going to fuck us over with our next head coach unless – I think it's going to fuck us out of Harbaugh. Let me rephrase that because a guy like Harbaugh, right, he's established, he's won division titles, he's been to Super Bowls. He's not desperate to, you know, land his first head coaching job. I think this is going to solidify Mike, Mike McDaniels because regardless of the shit that's going on, he wants his opportunity to be a head coach. Where Harbaugh, on the other hand, I don't think he's as desperate to, you know – take a head coaching job in a shitty situation like the Miami Dolphins. So I think, if anything, Harbaugh is fucking out of Miami. I think this is going to make us have to hire McDaniel because Harbaugh is going to want no part of this shit. And fucking Ross is a scumbag, and he's the biggest donor to the University of Michigan, so he's probably not even going to fucking want to hire him. So
2: welcome well, just to Miami, is
1: planning to sign with the Vikings.
0: Really? That, yeah, like that Chris just got reported?
2: Ballis, yep. Yeah, Chris Ballas, the senior editor – at the um, the Michigan the the Wolverine post, he he posted that Jim Harbaugh plans to sign with the Minnesota Vikings. Wow! Uh, literally like a couple hours after this story broke. So, um, I was talking about it in a group chat, and I was telling the guys like, "Do you think Harbaugh probably saw this and and made this his decision?" And we know it
0: definitely like, influenced it one hundred percent. So one hundred percent.
2: He sees this shit, and he's he's like, "All right, I, I'm good."
0: There's there
2: is no th- way
0: he was there with when all the Kaepernick stuff broke down too, correct?
2: Yes, I think so. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he wants nothing to do with the Mi- with the Miami Dolphins right now. So then we get nothing. McDaniel, who I've been really high on because I think his potential can be really high. We we saw how Shanahan, Zach Taylor, and McVeigh were all in the AFC championship game and they all come from the same tree. So I, I'm really high on him. But then again, McDaniel's not getting interviewed by any other team. So how high is the interest on McDaniel from around the league, not only in the Dolphins? That pretty much puts him as the only candidate. And then if he doesn't really like what he's going on and he wants to sit one more year under Shanahan, then we're stuck with Vance Joseph.
0: If we hire Vance Joseph or Keelan Moore out of Dallas, I'll 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 fucking boycott. Like I'll let Ross slide. At least he's trying to help us win. We hire either of those coaches. That's a fucking sabotage. That is a fucking sabotage. Goes, do you like either of those coaches, or is it kind of just McDaniel or fucking bus right now?
1: Dude, McDaniel would be such a massive win right now, and even oh, before. Shit, I didn't
0: even notice the glasses gang. You're you're fucking representing right now. Yeah, I got my
1: Jeffrey Dahmers on. That's what I call them.
0: Yeah, son, my back. <laughs> Keep going.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, McDaniel was like an all right hire for me um prior but right now dude if you're mcdaniel and you're a young head coach and you're like this is my first head coaching gig and i'm walking into this you have to rethink man a little bit you're like <laughs> there's probably going to be a coaching job next year too or within the next two years i'm not losing my job with the 49ers we have a good thing going well you know we have it. we're going to be contending for the nfc championship again next year trey lance is probably going to get some uh some reps uh, you know next yep. year
0: you're dude. If you're McDaniel right now, you're rethinking that that uh, that interview on Thursday, bro. We might have an interim head coach. Like like that's how serious this shit could get, bro. It
2: wouldn't surprise me. We're losing Dolphins. We're probably gonna if we lose draft picks or if there's other repercussions coming along. There's a very high chance that a lot of these high upside candidates are probably gonna tell Stephen Ross and the Dolphins like, hey, I want to see what comes out of this first before I make a decision. Because you don't know the gravity of the situation. Here, as I look at it, it's it's a mess up situation as is. As a Dolphins fan, I can understand how Ross was doing anything possible to try to make this team a winner. But if you take a step back and you look at it as the, the league as a whole, you're looking you're looking at them the same way you looked at the Patriots with the Deflategate scandal. You're looking at them the same way with the Saints and Bounty Gate. It's that same similar type of spectrum. So it's gonna be hard getting that dirt off and then be able to I think this is
0: I think I just think it's a little worse than taking air out of a football. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little more significant.
2: I think dude, to be honest with you, I think it'll be a, a, a very split point. I feel like there's gonna be some people that are gonna tell you no because Brady was actually influencing football games in real time. Then again, the other quarterback probably had deflated footballs as well, but I'm not going to defend the Patriots right now. But yeah, dude, like I feel like owners do this often, but to be exposed for it and to be the, a franchise as demised as the Dolphins are, it's just a horrifying look, dude. Horrifying, especially when you have to land draft picks and you have to get a head coach.
0: Yep. Hand in, he, he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar, but the only difference is – is the owners don't work for Roger Cadell, right? He works for them. So it's a lot easier to discipline a coach or a player. It's a lot harder to discipline an owner for a football team. You look at what happened with the Washington football team, nothing happened there. I mean, nothing really significantly happened with the Washington football team, and their shit was way worse than us. I mean, yeah, we were trying to set up a fucking yacht meeting and – paying our coach to fucking lose games so we get a better draft pick, which, by the way, owners definitely do that. Bro, the Washington football team was running like a sex scandal. I mean, like, people were getting fucking sexually harassed over there and nothing happened. The only thing that happened was John Gruden ended ended up losing his job for emails that he sent fucking 20 years ago. I'm telling you, bro, the NFL is a fucking sketchy-ass league. The owners run that shit. It's the owner's league.
2: John Gruden was a sacrifice a couple months ago and you know you can respect what Brian Flores is trying to do but let's be real here do we think that Brian Flores is getting another coaching job no yeah,
0: no just, no shot no. because the whole industry's fucked like that like he he's exposing the whole industry this is like um bro ghost i know you know you're a smart ass fucking dude the guy that leaked all like the us security intelligence what was it like snowden or something yeah it was snowden Yeah, like he's like the Snowden of the NFL right now. And I feel like he's going to get the fucking short end of the stick. I really do. I mean, I think he's he's never going to win the the truth. He said that. No, no shot. Well, aware that he's never going to work in the NFL again. And that's even dude,
1: Flores. I don't care what you say. He's not a bad coach. He might be a bad head coach. Jesus Christ. He's probably he's a great defensive coordinator. If you just sit that guy in a room and tell him work defense and how do you beat? How do you beat this team? He's going to dry up a nice defense. You give him, you know, a, a decently talented roster. So it's not like, it's not like a talent thing where he's like, I can't make it in this league anymore. This is like, this is different, man. This is, it's very odd to me because like, I don't want to, I don't want to cross compare situations or bring up things that shouldn't be brought up. But like, if you look at the Kaepernick situation, like his play really, he was just, his play. Yeah, he was, he was just a bad player. It got to a point where like, you know, you can clearly see he digressed as a player. With Flores, he had back-to-back winning seasons as a head coach. That hasn't happened in Miami since 2003. His defense, the last nine games of the season, was probably top five in every single category. So he was kind of at the peak of his career, even though that peak, you know, was no playoffs or whatnot. But, I mean... That's just that's a crazy move to me that he is just full blown accepting like I'll never be a coach in the NFL again and I'm gonna do it this way and that's wild because he's not at the end of his career at all like he has a lot mm-hmm. to back to to the sport he's a great I think he's a great coach I really do think he is he might not have been a great head coach probably couldn't hire a staff but you put that guy in a defensive coordinator role and he'll 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 roll teams you know that's what's weird I to love
2: me. that that was that was great goes he was not like got anything in his career man. He, he was honestly at the beginning of his career and it's crazy that he could have left things as is and probably even gone back to New England, been at DC again, helped Belichick out, maybe make a name out of himself again. And he just decided to nuke the whole thing. He probably couldn't find a head coaching job because in part, because of all the, all the shit and all the can of worms that the media opened up to the public. So he said, you know what? if I'm not going to be a head of coach, you're not going to get a good fucking candidate and you're going to come down with me. And he fucking Bro. did that shit, man. And, and no matter how you feel, you have to respect it in some way yep. because he knew what he was going for. And he's diving in head first. He's not thinking about it twice. Nope.
0: Bro. Speaking of bill Belichick, uh, he's, he's tied into this. And this is, this hat, this is the funniest part of the whole lawsuit. So, I'm going to read the text messages between Bill Belichick and Brian Flores, and this is just unfucking believable So Bill Belichick starts off by texting Flores, sounds like you have landed, congrats. Flo goes, did you hear something I didn't hear? (laughs) Belichick goes, giants, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Flo goes, I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. Bill Belichick goes, Got it. I hear from Buffalo and the New York Giants that you are their guy. Hope it works out if you wanted to. He goes, That's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, coach. Thank you. Coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dable? Just making sure. <laughs> Bill Belichick goes, Sorry, I fucked this up. I double checked and misread the text. I think they are naming Dable. I'm sorry about that. BB. He goes. Thanks, Bill. Bill he, Belichick he from, hit this man with the. Oh, my bad. Wrong person. My bad, bro. He went from he went
1: from coach to Bill real quick. But I know it's it's like comedic on on this end. Think about this as Flores. This heartbreaking. is heartbreaking. This is three days before his interview. Three fucking days before his interview, he had to go sit through that interview with the Giants GM and coaches. And sit through that full blown knowing he's not getting the job and this is all fake. Like he had to go there and sit through that interview three, knowing three days beforehand he wasn't gonna get the job. Like that's so that's crazy, man. Like that shit, that's what, like if that's real though. Like if unless he completely fabricated those texts, which who knows, he who knows. But he probably, Bill Belichick
0: seems like the guy that would put BB at the end of yeah,
1: his text. I can I can, you know, I don't think that he fabricated those texts. That's a, a really big piece in the complaint. Um, but dude, like this is three days before like the the second biggest interview of his career, like he before, you know, right after his interview with the dolphins. And, you know, this guy's getting ready and he he's probably going over like his his scripts. He's probably going over like, you know, well, I'm gonna talk about defense, I'm gonna talk about the offense, I'm gonna talk about Daniel Jones. And he's gotta sit there, not only. It not only one or two days, but it's three days he goes on like knowing he's not going to get this job and sit there with these these people who are putting on an entire like dog and pony show for him, walking him through this this interview by a leash
0: and like knowing he's not going to get a job. Like that's so fucked up, and they are not the only one. And I'm so glad you brought up that timeline because I didn't even put the timeline in perspective. That's not the only team that put up a show for him. Apparently, in his lawsuit. The Denver Broncos apparently were show like in his interview were intoxicated, like they went out the night before in 2019.
1: So this wasn't this is something that's been happening to this guy his entire career going for head coaches. So like, if you go through the 58 pages in that, it goes like that interview that they talk about in for the Broncos that was in 2019 when Vic Fangio was hired. Elway, you know all these guys they showed up disheveled. Like not even dressed up for the, for this interview, they smelled like alcohol, like from the night before, clearly weren't into it, barely got through the interview. He's like, they were obviously hung over these guys. And he just, he knew, you know, deep down, like this isn't real at all. And like this guy, so that means this guy's been dealing with this type of, of shit for literally 2019, since 2019, 2020, 2021. And it, it's it paints like a really sad story, man. But again, like you it pop, really does. Pop the truth somewhere between, you know, Ross's Ross's uh Ross's story and Flores' story, but you know, that complaint is rough because it's not like this just happened in in you know twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. This was you know,
0: this is wild. Like this is hap this happened all the way up to, to now, twenty twenty two. As a human, I'm on I'm on Coach Flo's side. Like as just a human being. I like I see you're getting absolutely disrespected shit on getting dealt the worst hand possible, but as a dolphin fan and a dolphin fan only Flo is the fed. Like Flo is the rat of the Miami dolphins and it's, it's fucked up and I don't agree with what Ross did, but I agree with his intentions. I'm sorry of being a losing ass piece of shit, fucking franchise if our owner was willing to sell his fucking soul for us to win a Super Bowl, us fans should have at least been able to enjoy that. We didn't get any of the benefits. Now we just look like a bunch of fucking idiots. And <laughs> that's on Flo, but maybe Flo's changing the game for the better of the whole organization instead of just the fucking, the dumpy dolphins.
1: It's just so unprecedented, the stuff that was named in the complaint, like trying to, you know, pay him to to lose games and – it's pretty wild because there's so many spider webs that can be connected off this. Like Stephen Ross opened up a betting service in 2019, dude, he opened a betting service. Like he opened an actual sports book. And if he's talking about if it, if somehow Flores can prove this, if there's texts or if there's conversations or if there's emails, like proving that there was a monetary offer to, to, to lose games, Vegas is going to put their foot in that door and say, Hey, our lawyers want to look at this stuff too. And phew.
0: This this could spiderweb horribly. Yo, that would be fucking insane. Because the only people that have the lawyers to take down Stephen Ross's uh, lawyers would be fucking Vegas. Oh, Jesus. They'd run him out the door with, with money. Wow. Juan, you got anything?
2: This is what I have to say. No matter how...
0: You're on mute. You're still on mute. You got to learn. Yeah, there you God, go. You. Yeah, I was son. talking
2: for about a minute to myself. Listen, right. no matter how you feel about the Brian Flores situation, we can all come together to say one thing. Everybody can agree that no, none of us, the Dolphins are not going to win a title or be anything significant with Steven Ross as the owner because clearly he's, he's disconnected. He, he can't relate to what the NFL is, what a football team needs to win. So no matter how you feel about the Brian Flores situation, I invite all Dolphins fans to try and press the situation because outside of this, this is a big fucking deal. And if there's one opportunity that we can put some pressure on the media to put pressure on the Dolphins to try and get Ross out of here, it's this one right here because you're getting all, you have everything, all the ingredients, to cook up the perfect scandal for the 2020 You have race relations and unfairness, you have corruption, and you have the, the being treated unfairly as, as a black head coach, which I don't think it's only Flores that was dealing with that, but other black head coaches. And Brian Flores is a very smart man. And I don't think he's sacrificing his career Unless he really knows what he's doing. And the, and I think we we're going to find out a lot more about this. And for some odd reason, I just feel like the, the Dolphins are going to get the really short end on the end of the stick on the end. And even if Brian Flores never coaches in the NFL again, it'll leave us saying that it'll, it'll be hard to forget, not only for Dolphins fans, but for the NFL as a whole.
0: This shit is fucking insane. Why us? Why is it not the Patriots? Why is it not fucking the Cowboys? Why is it us, bro? Like, why can this franchise not catch a break? Is it because we built a stadium on the Indian bur- – bur- <laughs> I can't even speak. The Indian fucking borough ground. Like, why are we so fucking cursed, Ghost? Why? I mean, that could very well be it. But uh, it's uh,
1: it's it's just Dolphins thinking, man. I can't believe, like, it would actually, like, it it would actually take something like this in my mind that would be, that would seem completely fabricated and imaginary. If you asked me three weeks ago, you know, when I'm, you know, when I was, when I'm on Twitter saying, like, hey, we're peak shambles right now. Like, I couldn't imagine this. Like, this is now another peak shambles. Like, it's going to get worse. There's no way that this is, if, if I thought peak shambles was before. And this is a new peak shambles to what was happening.
0: Oh my god, man! This is we we thought Tua versus Watson was entertaining. This is going to be a fucking. This is gonna be Avengers Endgame. I mean, this is gonna be fucking I mean, unbelievable. The Tua
1: Watson stuff was just like normal football talk. Like it was, right. you're looking at an elite quarterback for a trade, and then he had the whole scandal come out, and like that's just normal football stuff that happens. You know, football players get arrested, football players get in trouble all the time. That's mm-hmm. normal news. Trading for players is normal news. This, this is not normal news. This is this is a scam. <laughs> this is a scandal, dude. This is brutal. But again, you have to prove everything. People are going to be under oath. Um, so, you know, every organization named in the lawsuit, or I'm sorry, the class action suit, they're going to be opened up to basic discovery, and we might find out stuff that's not even in the lawsuit. You know? Imagine every single email that's sent from that server uh,
2: for the last... Four years, dude. Can you imagine not to like cut off the series? But can you imagine the shit that was said about Tua in those emails?
0: I was just gonna say that, bro. <laughs> I was just going to fucking say oh, that. Man, we We're going get that. to get a tweet from Adam Schefter saying Miami Dolphins email about Tua Loa. This guy fucking stinks. We need like. There's going to be some crazy shit that comes out about the Miami Dolphins and poor Tua. Like, I'm usually the guy. Like, I'm not with all the bullshit excuses, but doctor's franchise is so fucked
2: bro it's unbelievable i can only imagine the shit brian flores was sending chris greer about to he was probably sending him like uh a video recording of the nfl highlights of like the tennessee game it's like you (laughs) want me to win this with this fucking guy but look if you wanted one last easter egg to to realize how fucked this situation is and the irony of it all this would have never happened if Bill Belichick doesn't text Brian Flores. And this was, if it wasn't uh, this week, this was last week. So if anything, Flores, the only thing he could have done is being like unfair firing from the Dolphins, but I don't know how far that goes. He really pulls some weight with the Giants situation. And I think it's going to get real interesting. The Patriots head coach might be the reason of the Dolphins' demise for the Great dolphins, point. screwing over a former Patriot. Great fucking point.
0: Great Crazy because fuck. the Giants that like that proves that the Giants were not going to take Flores's interview seriously. Like they had already made their fucking mind up, and Bill Belichick over here is quote unquote texting the wrong fucking Brian in his phone.
2: Come
0: on, man. Dog, that me, that was has, a great point, Juan. That is a fucking You're banger. telling me
2: Belichick doesn't have B flow and probably Brian D or Brian Dav like some type of, of abbreviation? Of course. Of course, bro. bro. Come on, man. It's crazy how maybe if if Belichick sees Brady on the way out, maybe sees that he probably won't get to the topic and he's like, you know what. I'm going to take these motherfuckers down with me one last (laughs)
0: time. Ghost, you got any closing statements for the people?
1: Uh, This is just the, this is, you're not even on the roller coaster yet. You're in line. Yeah, you're in line. You can't even see the cars yet. You can't even see, you're not even that far in line where you can see the cars. You're like at the little height sign where you (laughs) got to measure. You're just walking in, you know, you're in the queue line. And yeah, this is going to get wild.
2: You hear the people yelling though, and the and the roller coaster going by you. That's what you're hearing. Right
1: yeah, <laughs> son. This, this this basic discovery. This is gonna be crazy because it just opens the organization for emails, uh, text messages, documents, signatures, conversations, interviews with every single person, every trainer, every player, every janitor, everything, man. It's gonna get I while.
0: can't fucking wait. It's gonna get. I really can't wait. I'm just going to accept the fact that we're fucked and I'm just going to enjoy every piece of information that comes out. I hope we get the juiciest of fucking juice news in the world. We're already embarrassed. We're already fucked. What do we have to lose? Give me a good fucking story so I could sit up here, talk my ass off, and have a great fucking Twitter timeline that's not filled with fucking Tua. Give me yeah. the juice. That's one thing is our timeline won't have Tua now. I mean, somehow. Amen. I'm sure. Well, VBS had already
1: connected this to Tua. Fucking VVS. He actually uh, tweeted. He's like, how is Tua supposed to thrive in this type of environment? Honestly, though, how is Tua supposed to overcome this shit in the organization?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tua just bought himself an extra three years insurance. But uh, yeah, man. Um,
1: It kind of takes the pressure off his fans. Like, I don't. I I didn't have expectations for 2022, but Jesus Christ, I don't have them now. (laughs) Amen,
2: brother.
0: Juan, you got anything to close out?
2: Yeah, dude. Like I said, let's rally, even if you don't fully believe in it, if you did even if you hate Flo, rally behind trying to get Steven Ross to sell the fucking team. It's Amen. the only chance we got. It's the best chance we got. Let's fucking do it. Fins up.
0: Let's do it. Thank you guys so much for jo- joining me. Thank you guys for listening to The Smoke Show. I'm your host, Nicky Smokes, and we'll see you guys next week. Go Dolphins.